everyone. This is your host Vijay Chandula, and in this episode of Failing Failure, I think CH, we have invited Anand Kasturi sir, who is literally a stalwart in the field of service management. He is a consultant trainer, an executive coach, and a mentor with 20 plus years of experience in the area of customer centricity and service management. Um, he has impacted organizations such as Oracle, Vodafone. Deutsche Bank, Accenture, Texas Instruments, Philips, EBB, and many others. He has also conducted his workshops on service management in various countries, including Australia, Japan, South Korea, China, UK, Germany, USA, and many other countries. He has done his PhD in service management from University of Buckingham. He is an IIT Madras alumni and has done his MBA from I am Bangalore. So let's hear. his side of story about his career journey hi sir welcome to the failing failure i think ch and uh, we are so happy to uh, so we are so happy that you know you cut out some time out of your busy schedule and you agreed to share your experience with us hey pleasure is all mine miller vijay i uh, really am happy to be here uh, can you tell a little bit about uh, you know where did you grow up and how your Days were, you know, when you were studying in the college. Just to give the context. Sure, it's a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know how many of you, uh, your audience would be even have born then. But uh, I started uh, my undergrad course in 1979. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm basically born and brought up in Bangalore. Uh, my mother tongue is Tamil. I mean, we come from Tamil Nadu, but uh, we moved to Bangalore when I was. a baby and you know i for me bangalore is home okay um and i've lived in the same locality in bangalore for now 55 plus years uh, same house where i'm living now for 45 plus years you know things like that right you being here solid rooted characters uh so uh, those days you know everything was much simpler and much less complicated right because yeah. as a student you didn't have that many options so Mm. Uh, when when i reached 10th and then you know was in my 11th and 11th and 12th right uh, plus 2 mm-hmm. uh, basic options were engineering or medicine you know what i mean those were the only um, uh, what do you say viable things that people looked at nobody ever considered anything beyond that agree uh, so i have a brother a younger brother uh, mm-hmm. and uh, as you can probably guess i am an engineer and you can probably guess he's a doctor right so <laughs> we, we, Uh, these two strains. Uh, yeah. So I joined uh, engineering college when I was in um, in 1979, right? So 79 to 84. Those days, BTEC was a five-year course. Yeah. Um, uh, I did this at uh, IIT Madras. Yeah. And uh, so 79 to 84 uh, was the time I spent at IIT in the undergrad course. Okay. Okay. So, um, so like, uh, can you describe a little more as in, you know, like what kind of students were you? Like, were you a studious one or were you someone who was like in the middle of the class? So uh, how, how exactly were your... Who, me? <laughs> That's a bit, it's embarrassing. I mean, I don't know. I, I guess what happens is that, that uh, uh, I don't know how it is now. A lot of people tell me it's very different now because everybody goes to coaching classes Yeah. to get to iit and you know there's this whole industry in kota and all of that stuff right and in andhra pradesh and so on uh, those days it was not like that mm. uh, i mean it was i i i remember signing up those days there was a coaching class called agarwals agarwals was a big deal i don't think i'm not sure exists now agarwals coaching for iit 
but i joined agarwals i remember but it was nowhere like these factories that <laughs> that you have now right in kota and yeah. and uh, andhra that was just it was like a um, uh, like a tutorial you know like like you're having maybe 2 hours a day extra class mm-hmm. kind of a thing that's it i mean we are over and above the regular school that i was going to mm-hmm. um and the students as a student i was i'd like to think i was studious <laughs> i'm not sure uh, i got good grades and all that right right through up to 10th and then uh, uh, 11th was uh, I, i had to shift school because my school which i was still 10th icsc didn't have a 11th and 12th option <laughs> at that time so i had to shift school so new school new kids you know what i mean in 11th standard mm-hmm. it's a little bit uh, strange but i got used to it and uh, um, then i attempted in those days actually i think just for one or two years iit used to allow people after the 11th to attempt the jee that yeah, means you yeah. didn't have to actually complete plus 2 mm-hmm. so while i was in 11th i wrote the jee and i got in and i said okay i'm taking it right so technically i'm not a high school pass you you get me i'm not <laughs> i've not finished my plus 2 <laughs> uh, but i i got into the uh, iit at that time so i joined and went um i wouldn't particularly say i was very studious uh, but yes i mean i i mean i i enjoyed learning if you want to put it that way in terms of um science from then till now is still a very uh, you know it interests me a lot mm-hmm. and uh, yep yep so i joined but i mean i have to say that engineering was not i'm not a natural engineer in that sense engineering as a profession never uh, never interested me mm-hmm. uh, but like i said i didn't have any choice right uh, mm-hmm. in fact even i wouldn't even say choice i didn't have an idea i mean in 10th or 11th if somebody had asked me okay chodo let engineering be what do you want to be what do you want to do mm-hmm. i wouldn't have had any answer right i think those days we were all very simple minded folks right okay. <laughs> there was no tv i think tv had just come in uh, some black and white you know one hour a day kind of a thing there was no tv because there was no question of internet um, so there was very little knowledge or awareness about what kind of options there were and like i said there weren't many options so mm-hmm. even if somebody had asked me i i wouldn't i wouldn't have known how to give an answer mm-hmm. as to what i want to do uh, so i joined engineering and i did 5 years of it but uh, you know that was not really my cup of tea if if you you know if okay. i were to be honest about it okay. so uh, so i'm i'm a bit curious on this actually so uh, like what did you think as in you know where will you build your career uh, like uh, so like what was your preference so did you get something that you wanted to do or did it like land <laughs> onto you and See, then you... that's yeah i think i don't know who said it right uh, they say uh, luck favors a prepared mind or something like that i, I forget <laughs> the quotation exactly but uh, Uh, the bible says if you seek you shall find right uh, yeah the thing is you have to start looking mm-hmm. uh, that's my that's been my belief uh, mm-hmm. i always operate like that saying some people i think are very lucky that when they are very young or uh, you know they are crystal clear ki kya hona hai what is it they want to be what do they want to do some people are lucky like that right mm-hmm. i've met very rare maybe just one or two people like that who are crystal clear even when they are very young that this is what i want to do this is what i want to be and you know yeah. they are focused on that yeah most of us i think struggle to figure out yaar kya yaar <laughs> and and maybe in those days when the options were less maybe it was not so big a headache maybe young people today have even more of a Problem, um, yeah. of a headache trying to figure out what what to do you know what i mean <laughs> because there seem to be so many options and 
I don't know what what to do. So my my belief uh, has, I mean, even in those days, has always been to give it a. I need to figure it out for myself. Nobody mm-hmm. can tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. I have to figure it out. So IIT, when I was in IIT, um, I I've always been interested in food, meaning eating it. You know what I mean? I'm I'm a slightly <laughs> heavier guy than I should be. I've always been. I love food, uh, and yeah. uh, uh, I used to like cooking also. Then mm-hmm. uh, some. Some, somewhere, uh, an idea triggered in my ma- mind that uh, uh, you know maybe I should run a cafeteria at IIT. All right. Mm-hmm. So in my fourth year, so remember there was a five-year course, right? So mm-hmm. at the end of my fourth year, uh, mm-hmm. and in those days, I think even now IITs are like that. The summer vacation used to be very long, three months long vacation, right? Okay. Okay. Um, so my fourth year summer vacation, I decided I will. Work in a restaurant as a kitchen boy. Okay. Here in Bangalore. That's quite brave, so, actually, so, because uh, you know, at least the kind of thought process that at least you know in in, in India have, uh, people have. Let, it's, it's very different. <laughs> Let me put it in some more perspective. Hmm. So I'm a South Indian guy. Yeah. Okay. I'm what the, in the South is called a Tam Bram. That means I'm a Tamil Brahmin. Okay. Okay. We're Brahmins. Okay. I'm a vegetarian. All okay. my life, I've been a vegetarian. I don't eat meat. Hmm? Okay. My parents are very conservative. Uh, South Indian Brahmin family is where I come from, <laughs> and I started working in a restaurant as a kitchen boy, which is not a vegetarian restaurant, right? The, in oh. fact, the, it was a it was a meat, uh, you know, a non-veg restaurant. <laughs> uh, and I'm I don't know if you can imagine the the shock and the <laughs> the you know. The level of craziness people thought I, I was in my brain, right? <laughs> so uh, <laughs> I'm just putting it in perspective, right? In fact, so I went to that owner of that restaurant. I still remember saying, "Hey, you know what? I really like your food." I wrote it in a feedback form, you know. They mm. all the even then they had these little feedback forms uh, at every table, and I wrote there saying, "You know, this food was great. I really love your food." I mean, they do vegetarian stuff also, which I ate, and I really liked it. And I said, mm. "By the way, I want to work here for the summer for three months, right? Mm. I hope I can." Mm-hmm. Uh, do let me know and this is my home number and phone number mm-hmm. so of course nobody rang so after three four days i went back to that guy and said hello what happened i put a and he said yeah i mean actually i didn't know if it was a joke or you're serious come sit down what, what who are you what are you talking about <laughs> so i said this is who i am i'm you know i'm i'm a student i'm at iit and i want to work here Mm-hmm. Then he said, "Okay, you close the door." So I closed the door. He said, "Are you nuts? Or, what? What? What's wrong with you? You know, who? Who are you? What? What? What's going on?" Uh, luckily, that guy was a was a wonderful guy. He uh, was not. I mean, he's he's still alive. He's he's closed his restaurant down. He used to be called mm-hmm. Casa Piccola. His name was Bhushan Oberoi, and his uh, his family have always been in hotels. They're not the the Oberoi family, the Oberoi Hotels family, mm-hmm. but. Um, his elder brother was was with the Oberoi's very uh, uh, big position. Uh, he had also worked in hotels all over the place. Uh, you know, I think he'd done his training in Europe or somewhere. Mm-hmm. So even then, he was a. I mean, it was luck. So like I said, luck uh, uh, chances the prepared person, right? So it was lucky yeah. I met him as my first mentor. And he said, "Yeah, okay, you know what? Okay, fine, you can work, but I'll pay you only what I pay everybody else, and it's not much." So I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm not much compared to." What you as a BTEC guy from IIT can earn, so I said, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Don't worry about that. I'm not doing it for money. Mm-hmm. He said, I can't also treat you any special, any way different or special from any of my other kitchen boys. 
mm-hmm. and they are not necessarily very senior guys in the restaurant right and so we i mean he didn't tell me that we kicked them around but you know that's what he <laughs> you know it was obvious and mm-hmm. that if i kick them around i have to kick you also around i said yeah yeah you do whatever you want i mean i want to work as a kitchen boy i want to get some experience because i want to run this cafeteria at iit next next year yeah he said okay and so for 3 months i worked there as a kitchen boy and then i ran a, i opened that cafeteria in iit madras called quark okay. right i set it up in fact one of my batchmates from uh, civil engineering built it that okay. guy built the building and wow. then i ran the restaurant inside so it was a totally student thing <laughs> and i ran it for a year of course we had a prof who was a prof super you know prof whatever mentor or just <laughs> a, a guy to oversee that we don't go berserk Mm-hmm. but but we had i had a total blast right creating mm-hmm. menu training all the cooks and then you know running it and we we i mean we made the, we turned the profit we used to run we used to employ three people there mm-hmm. um and and have a you know a, a good uh a snack uh you know tea coffee milkshakes all that kind of thing very different menu from what you would get in any of the other places at that time in uh, in iit or in fact in madras itself uh so that was and therefore i said that i cannot figure out what i want to do in life without trying it you understand i have to mm. put my hand into it yeah um at the end of my final year at iit or find you know in my last semester mm-hmm. all the other students uh, uh were meaning all my batchmates right they were all crystal clear they were all most of them i think more than 90% of them had applied done gre or gnr mm-hmm. or whatever they were going abroad to pursue further studies mm-hmm. um or um, some had taken up jobs right some people got some very fancy jobs who used to go around at that time even for undergrad engineers mm-hmm. um in india and outside india and you know so but i said no i don't want to work as an engineer that's not my scene mm-hmm. and i don't want to go abroad so i don't know what to do actually you know mm-hmm. i i was incredibly depressed because i didn't know what to do mm-hmm. uh, with life Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah go so, ahead just pause me anytime okay i can go on talking like this so vijay just pause and tell me if you have a question there sir go ahead shoot uh, uh, no sir so i i i had just a question actually here uh mm-hmm. you talked about the restaurant that you built right so so was that the um so was that the place where the germination of that customer service thing happened or is it something that came much later when you were doing your mba oh no 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 that came much much later that is okay. no that came much later <laughs> okay um, no this this was purely food you know what i mean not necessarily customer service but it was just hey let's cook some good food and you know mm-hmm. make it available to others i as i said i like food it's not about the service piece but it's the food piece mm-hmm. and that food is the product component in the service business right in the restaurant business okay so um so so when you spoke yeah, that the low point as in you know if i can call it yeah. that you know you were not too sure yeah. like what is it that you want to do and tip, and this is what you know typically we see a lot of students you know that are connected with right. us uh you know they are still figuring out like what is it that they need to do and if, even if let's say they have gotten a job is it a good job for them or is it something yes. that they really wanted to do uh, like yes. so what is it that, that that you know you did how did you kind of you know decided that what is it that you wanted to do back then so that was interesting so i i said i need to buy some time for myself <laughs> because <laughs> i'm not able to decide right um, <laughs> actually to tell the truth i applied to the oberoi school of management the okay. oberoi has a fantastic oberoi school of hotel management okay uh, and i applied to that after my iit course right ah. <laughs> um 
and that's a long story by itself so then i they called me for an interview they did a test and all that and then finally they said okay i mean you're very different because typically i think people who applied to the obroy school of management come from hotel management kind like of background right or yeah. um not an iit guy right i don't mm-hmm. think they'd seen an iit guy before so they didn't really know what to do with me as a as a candidate mm-hmm. um for example uh, in the interview they had an interview um so i had been called for the interview right now just again like i said put it in perspective i'm a south indian guy from madras madras is a very hot and humid climate right yeah, yeah. so i i wouldn't i didn't even own a pair of shoes you get me mm-hmm. forget uh, <laughs> you know fancy clothes like suit and all that mm-hmm. but the hotel management guys those are all the norm right you wear agree, nice agree. polished shoes and mm-hmm. you wear a suit and a tie even those days right? that was the norm Mm-hmm. So when they called me for an interview I went for the interview mm-hmm. and I was sitting in the waiting room right I was mm-hmm. dressed in a half sleeve shirt and a pair of pants and leather slippers <laughs> uh, to an Oberoi uh, hotel's interview okay <laughs> can you imagine I mean now I sit back and laugh at it but those days it was ridiculous because all mm-hmm. the others were looking at me saying who is this uh, <laughs> you know uh, barbarian who seems to sort of come here that is he you know they, they didn't know what to make of me you know i'm just giving you examples right they, <laughs> so i i did apply but because the background was so violently different uh, people i don't think everything was it worked too well anyway they called me they said okay final interview delhi this that sir but by then i said no you know what this is too it's too strange right now let me buy some time <laughs> um so i joined the i, I did the two year course at iim bangalore purely actually purely as a standby meaning no not standby as a uh, stop gap you know what i mean as okay. a as a time to let me sit and think and figure out <laughs> what is it i want to do mm-hmm. um at i am bangalore so i wrote the exam i got got in so i joined imb mm-hmm. um again in imb between first year and second year and you're from im udaipur you also had this uh, um you have an internship right between the first yeah. and second years you correct, you correct, have correct. to do work, work experience yeah, it's an eight week internship correct yes correct so mm-hmm. i spent that uh, i said maybe let me go wildly into a different track altogether maybe my interest area is rural development mm-hmm. okay i want to be with the i want to help the you know the less privileged uh, people sort of uh, yeah uh, fortunate people in in our, in our country which is like huge number of people mm-hmm. and i want to help them uh, you know in whatever way i can mm-hmm. so maybe you know rural development uh, you know I, i'm a smart guy with some some education maybe it will help mm-hmm. so two weeks uh, my summer summer internship from imb was with a rural development project okay. and i stayed in some villages in karnataka and andhra pradesh for eight weeks mm-hmm. at the end of that it became it was very clear to me that rural development is not my scene in life uh, <laughs> that is not my core area either so i abandoned that thought mm-hmm. uh, interestingly when i was working at iim when i was studying at imb for the first 6 uh, months 8 months at least mm-hmm. uh, our classes in those days used to be only 8 to 12 four hours a day yeah yeah mm-hmm. for the first first term i think first two terms mm-hmm. uh was only four hours i don't know how it was in uh, iim udaipur but uh, those days imb was like that mm-hmm. it's, it's, so, it's four four and a half hour only like 9 to 1 30 tips i don't know if they change it now yeah that's how it is yeah, yeah. right yeah yeah but then yeah imb it used to be 8 to 12 okay and so then 
1 pm to 10 pm full mm-hmm. 9 hour mm-hmm. i did a shift back at that restaurant i went back to oh. that restaurant and said okay. listen uh, meaning i had gone there to have a meal and i met bhushan there that is you know that guy who owns it i told you by which time we had become good friends <laughs> so he said hey what are you doing i said i'm studying at imb now and he said wow because now remember it's now one and a half years since i met him right i met him <laughs> locked it back so he said wow that's nice uh, so what and then we were generally chatting up and one thing led to another he said why don't you come here and work as a supervisor right i need a guy yeah. right now yeah. and you also you're saying only 8 to 12 come at 1 o'clock do the lunch shift and then do the prep before dinner mm-hmm. by 9 you leave and then you know or 10 o'clock 9 9:30 10 you leave i mean your your call you do what you want i mm-hmm. said yeah sounds good mm-hmm. so again i am b when i was studying there uh, for the first 6 months plus mm-hmm. every day 1 o'clock i would meaning as soon as class is over i told the prof also listen i need you can't extend because i need to leave and run away i need to go and work and i you know i i used to miss a lot of the group uh, oh. project sessions and all of that i said we'll you know i'll catch up on the weekend or i'll catch up some other time mm-hmm. i used to catch up but you know six months i did that then i stopped uh, you know because it just became too much mm-hmm. <laughs> academics and that but mm-hmm. yeah i mean this went on for for a while Uh, mm-hmm. and when i passed out of imb i applied only to two jobs mm-hmm. two companies mm-hmm. uh, one was welcome group and the other was the taj okay and both of them i applied in i applied in meaning i when i wrote to them saying they came to campus both of them came to campus okay. but on the i think they have some forms right for campus recruitment you have to mm-hmm. fill in some goals mm-hmm. or objectives or some crap like that so i had <laughs> clearly written saying I want to be in hotel operations that means I want to be in F&B I want to be in the kitchen and in F&B so this you know in the restaurant mm-hmm. um welcome group said please uh, just get real we are not offering you any of that we can offer you a job but uh, it will be in sales and marketing sales and marketing no 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 i can't do sales and marketing the taj guys were very different mm. uh, they said uh, what do you mean uh how what can you do i mean you from iit i am what the hell do you know about food i mean you know mm-hmm. uh, that's a that's a whole area by itself right it's it requires a lot of skill and training and uh, all of that i said yeah, yeah i understand all that i worked in a restaurant i did this i did that that's my area of interest that's where i want to be mm-hmm. i said but you won't fit i said that's my problem not yours um i'll fit okay. yeah <laughs> okay so then uh that's one thing led to another i joined the macrine fnb so for the first 6 7 months there was no customer service you understand what i'm saying mm-hmm. for the first 6 7 months i was working uh, not 6 7 months more than that uh, mm-hmm. june uh, i think april may 86 i joined them mm-hmm. till mid 87 so nearly for a year i worked in fnb i was working in the kitchen first i worked many i was as a trainee in the kitchen mm-hmm. uh, which was very very strange experience again because first of all there are no vegetarian chefs right in oh, five star okay. hotel kitchens mm, agree with uh, <laughs> i mean they, they don't do vegetarian that's a sort of a thing and uh, they don't have any chefs who come from iit iim background they didn't have in those days so mm-hmm. uh, it was all a bit weird for everybody but mm-hmm. we were all i think they were very good natured about it i was good natured about it i liked it they they liked me so you know we had a blast mm-hmm. um, um, i moved into training mm-hmm. Yeah, so sorry, you were you were asking me a question. No, 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 no. You you go ahead. I, then I'll maybe you know ask a question. So then I'm just continuing. See, where I started was this path that you said. How do you figure out what you want to do with life, right? <laughs> I, I and I told you my belief is you have to figure that out for yourself. 
Absolutely. And the only way you can figure it out, you can't meditate on it. You understand what I mean? You can't, you can't apply some ointment or eat a pill or something. The only way you can figure it out is you have to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And once you do it, you give yourself a few months and say, let me do it. Let me put my full heart and soul into it. Mm-hmm. And then after whatever time you give yourself, you say three months, six months, whatever. When you're young, you have a lot of time. You're not, uh, you're not running out of time at mm-hmm. that point. Mm-hmm. So you say for six months, let me try this. If it works, it works. If it doesn't work, okay, let me abandon it and try something else. Mm-hmm. You have to be open to that. Absolutely. So, so you get me? So on, on this, actually, you know, if, if I look at it from the hindsight from today, you know, the way you are describing it right now, it kind of, you know, to me, it looks like, you know, uh, it, it, it's like a fair and straight journey. Like, you know, you started a restaurant and then you yeah. again kept on working on a restaurant and that kind of you know, led you to have that knowledge, which would help you in getting through that, uh, you know, job as well as, you know, getting a clarity that this is what you exactly want to do. But um, so, so again, again the, the way you rightly mentioned that, you know, if you look at it from that day context, if if you yeah. if I put myself there at your position, then uh, in my mind I would be really confused because a lot of people would be saying Correct. that this is what you need to do, this is what you need people Correct. at IITs and in IM, IIMs do, but this is Correct. what you are doing. Is it the right thing that you are doing? Correct. Correct. Everything you're saying is correct. You're right. Absolutely spot on. That in hindsight, it all looks beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, uh, I, I'm sure you can figure out. I'm not telling you all the dark pieces, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did mention I was depressed, but it is actually not all that simple and straightforward. You're right. Mm-hmm. There are lots of people around saying, are you insane? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there, there are lots of people to say you should do this and you should do that. You understand mm-hmm. what I mean? There are, and I think they mean it in a good way. That is, they are doing it out of good intention, right? Uncles mm-hmm. and aunts will come and say, Beta, aisa karo. Ye aap na wahan jao. Ye sab chodo, aisa kaam karo. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, there are people who give advice. Uh, and <clears throat> as a young kid who, especially a kid who doesn't know what he wants to do, uh, all of this can be very depressing and confusing and uh, painful. Then you mm-hmm. have to say, Nay, Uncle Ji, I know you're saying out of goodness of heart, but that is not what I want. I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. And in those days, people did not say, I want to do something else and all that. You know what I mean? You just followed what elders told you. You do what you're supposed yes, to do. Yes, yes, okay. uh, used to be the case, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I think in some cases, it's still like that. But Definition but, of a good uh, kid. Yeah, but the, but the reality is like that. I mean, in the sense that uh, in, in hindsight, it looks, it looks interesting, but it was not, right? It had its own huge issues. Mm-hmm. But like I said, if you are speaking for myself, right? I'm not giving gyan about how it is for others. But my own belief is if you are convinced that you only you can figure out the truth for yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. I will sample and taste from all. I will take everybody's input. But mm-hmm. I need to have first-hand experience before I decide. Yeah, agree. And I need to understand it for myself. I need to test it out for myself. Mm-hmm. Uh, if somebody gets into the pool and explains to me water is like this and swimming is like this and flotation is like this and breathing is like this and air is like that yeah. but I have to get into that water otherwise I cannot tell you whether I can swim or not mm-hmm. you get me mm-hmm. or whether I enjoy swimming or not how do I know I have to get into the water and try it right <laughs> then only I'll tell you whether I enjoy it Absolutely. so that and, and when you get into the water first time to swim mm-hmm. I can tell you a hundred percent. It is not. It is not fun, right? It is scary. It is confusing. It is yeah. uh, different from everything you've done before. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. suddenly you have to breathe differently you will feel that you are going to drown you all of that crap will happen mm-hmm. it it happened to everybody you get on a cycle you will have to fall a couple of times mm-hmm. but if you are not ready to fall and you say no i will don't want to do all these things but i must learn how to ride a cycle or i must learn how to swim but i don't want to drink any water then uh, it is not going to happen isn't it i mean <laughs> that is the problem right <laughs> so you're right it is uh, a little uh, painful the journey but so what you, there is a pot of gold at the end of that uh, of that journey Absolutely. that is the hmm. pot of gold you should focus on not the pain before actually you know starting this uh, like call i was reading about you on linkedin and um so i was going through the recommendation uh, section you know it so one of the recommendation that read was that what impressed me was anand's so i'm i'm just reading the exact words so it said that what impressed me was the anand's uh, uncanny knack to bring critical aspect of service management in practical common sensical way that students mm. could quickly relate to while mm. retaining the academic rigor so Mm. so can you tell a little bit about uh, like what happens in the workshop that you take or like or the courses that you take because it kind of you know um, makes me believe that you know it although it has <clears throat> it it obviously has your um academics in it but at the same time it has all of those practical stuff that you would have learned while you were there you know working for taj and yep. working for vipro yeah not taj and vipro actually but with the sort of dozens and dozens of companies that i do a lot of work in uh, work with after that on my okay. own right as a as a consultant yes you are right actually um, the course that i i used to run i've stopped teaching now by the way vijay so i don't mm. teach anymore okay um uh, partly because i'm you know it's it's it takes too much of uh, bandwidth from me uh, mm. not so much the teaching as the uh, as the uh, evaluation and the you you know the grading and all of that all of that stuff but you can't really do an educational program without that so so you know i had to let the whole thing go but but uh, the reason i i love teaching and the reason i hope my classes were uh, enjoyable to whoever of the students it was enjoyable to mm-hmm. is that i combine academic exactly what you're reading uh, mm-hmm. academic what shall i say concepts or models or you know approaches but the program is the course is rooted very 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 strongly on practice yeah so it's not about academics at all there is an academic aspect to it of course but it's not academic in nature it's it's practical in nature so at every question i mean at every model or every concept or every thought that i share and we talk about in class then my question is okay how will you implement this okay what is the fund of making it happen mm-hmm. uh, um, and to be honest a lot of the undergrad students no sorry not not undergrad uh, a lot of the uh, mba students who mm-hmm. have not had any work experience are you with mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. um they used to not be able to relate to too much in my courses yeah are you with me because so we'll say okay let's talk about the what are some of the big challenges in managing people in a service business frontline people people who are actually engaging with customers mm-hmm. so what are the challenges now a fresher who's you know what i mean fresher what, what i mean is person who's not got any work experience between undergrad and then mba mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Says I don't know what the challenges are. You tell me, I will write down, and then you ask me in the exam saying what are the six challenges of managing people in service, and I will write down those six that you talked about in right. class. So I said, but that is not how it works. Real life doesn't work like that. Um, you have to actually. So then I stopped teaching uh, the PGP. You know what I mean by PGP? Uh, that's P- the course you probably took, right? The yeah, MBA program the, course. the standard mba program mm-hmm. uh, i i started with the pgp in iim bangalore that's where i started teaching mm-hmm. then a few years down the line i stopped teaching that course i said i will not teach pgp because i'm not able to relate to them they are not able to relate to me mm-hmm. so i taught they used to have a course they called it at that time pgsem this was for for working executives mm-hmm. uh, it's called something else now at imb but it's for people who are currently working like me like that part time i was telling you right who mm-hmm. work from monday to friday mm-hmm. then friday evening and saturday full day it's a mm-hmm. three year program mm-hmm. but it's a proper mba degree that you get at the end of it right it's a full time it's not a executive education it's a proper academic qualification you get at the end of it yeah. it's a fantastic course and they're all working so i used to enjoy that course uh, teaching that course like nobody's business i taught it for a, quite a while Mm-hmm. Uh, then i stopped of course i am udaipur i am uh, vishakhapatnam i am nagpur i taught the pgp meaning the, the regular pgp yeah but i would say that uh, uh, for some of them uh, right in the beginning in fact i would say if you don't have any work experience at all after your undergrad mm-hmm. then you may not appreciate this course too much because it's aspect of relating ha huh? uh, aspect yeah, of relating it with the real life yeah agree so um so so that is a challenge see it's like my my logic has been if you learn physics right mm-hmm. you have to do some lab work meaning you have to go into the lab with physics lab right mm-hmm. so like that if you learn management mm-hmm. what is your management lab what is the lab in management the lab in management course is real life is organization correct you understand so you have to you have to be able to connect it continuously with what happens in real life uh you know if you learn about gravity you have to drop a apple you know what i mean or allow an apple to fall on your head otherwise you can't understand it it's all too abstract and theoretical that's that's my philosophy agree so <clears throat> although i usually you know keep a question for the last so the question that you know if you have any advice for the students so i, I think in this call you have already given so many things so so many valuable lessons uh, in between here and there i'm sure this question is not needed but for the sake of just asking so is there anything else that you would want to give to the students who are just maybe you know getting out of their colleges and again they have all of these doubts and confusions whether they are doing right yeah. or, mm. whether they are doing it correctly or not or whether you know um is it the right thing or should they quit or should they you know go ahead for a, another education or should they go ahead with a job so all of these doubts these people are having so yeah. any anything else that you have for them that they should take from this conversation mm interesting question good one uh, like you say i've already mentioned some of the things before right uh, yeah. saying that answer can come only from inside you yeah. that's point number 1 point 2 don't you listen to everybody especially people with good intention you know mentors well wishers mm-hmm. you know uncles and aunts who and parents who will have good advice for you because they know you right i mean they probably know you for a long time they'll have some sense of your personality so you must listen to them mm-hmm. but you have to make your own decision okay that's point number 2 or 3 i forget the count absolutely the other one is don't be shy of trying things out don't be shy yeah. of trying it out right so 
don't be in a hurry you don't know whether to take a job or not take the job take mm-hmm. the job spend give yourself 6 months give yourself one year you give you think of a time and say okay one year let me give to this job mm-hmm. but in that one year i'm just saying one year right it may be two years it may be six months but yeah. in the time that you give mm-hmm. you have to put your full heart and soul into it if you do Absolutely. a half hearted job it will give you a half hearted return and then you can't make up a proper decision after that okay mm-hmm. so you put your full heart and soul into it mm-hmm. and then take a very cold objective honest look at the end of that one year and say mm-hmm. yeah is it happening is it not happening if it's mm-hmm. not happening as i said be bold to drop it and move to the next thing okay absolutely if you're constantly looking out somewhere wherever you are if you are unhappy and you're constantly looking somewhere no mm-hmm. i've seen people like that they always remain unhappy in life yeah you understand mm-hmm. so <laughs> i'm not saying you have to enjoy what you're doing not necessarily but if you're doing something at that point in time put your heart and soul into it okay you have to put your heart and soul in the other thing is whenever you leave something make a decision to move from a to b mm-hmm. as a principle in life i've always kept in mind do it on a high don't ever do it on a low that yeah. means don't quit a job and change job when you are at a low mm-hmm. when things are not happening you know what i mean when your performance is low when uh, you know the whatever right uh, you are unhappy with the team or whatever mm-hmm. if you are at a low point and you decide to change mm-hmm. i've noticed invariably you make the wrong decisions because you you become too eager you, you know what i mean you, you you don't see things properly you when you do it on a high uh, you're negotiating yeah. so you yeah, basically so you basically do it because you did not like the thing that you are doing not because you wanted to uh, so you chose something not because you wanted to do it you chose because so because you did not like what you were doing at first place that invariably results in you know maybe a bad decision um, i think unhappiness <laughs> correct correct exactly exactly so you be on a high whenever you are making this change and say okay this one year went off well this was mm-hmm. great all right mm-hmm. i learned whatever i learned but now mm-hmm. it's time to move on let me go to the next thing yeah. okay when you are on a high you your negotiating stance improves you start making good decisions mm-hmm. but just don't don't be in a hurry you know what i mean don't be in a hurry mm-hmm. and if you are depressed if you are confused if you are little sad saying i'm not able to figure out what to do right mm-hmm. as i said unfortunately the answer to that can come only from inside you but there are lots of mentors there are lots of people outside today in fact like i told you in the old days we didn't have any way to connect with others right when i was a kid i didn't have any way to connect there was no internet there was no mobile phone there was no uh, social media nothing mm-hmm. so only connections meaning some parents uh, relatives uh, connection some you know some network like that family friends mm-hmm. the very limited connection today you have so many connections you have so many ways in which you can reach out to people in different walks of life different geographies different whatever and say i'm going through this uh, you know can i just talk to people but don't be afraid of talking don't be afraid of reaching out to people and asking for help just asking for a chat you know what i mean even the kind of thing work that you guys do right uh, mm-hmm. it's fantastic as a mentor uh to offer to people saying here you know what here's a network you can actually chat with and yeah. i know that uh, uh you know pagalguy.com and you know there yeah. are a whole lot of other uh, i think networks which are specifically uh targeted at, at you know people trying to make decisions on 
MBA or work or, you know, which job or which stream, finance yeah. or uh, technology or uh, consulting or you know, what should I do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. I mean, you should use all of them. Like I said, you listen to all of them, you understand, you talk, you get the help, but you need to make that decision yourself. Yeah. Uh, I think that kind of, you know, uh, brings us to the end of the, con- the conversation. Um, some wonderful insights, you know, not just for the students. I'm telling you that this is for me as well. So uh, because I am into that setting and I'm able to exactly understand, you know, what you meant by when you said that, you know, you have to first do things and that is where you'll be able to actually relate with uh, the stuff that you are trying to learn. So uh, thank you, sir. Thank you so much for for coming on this platform and sharing your experience. I'm sure this is going to help a lot of students. I really hope it does, Vijay. Thank you very much for calling me. I'm really touched. Thank you. So, this was an interesting conversation and I hope you also took away something of value out of our conversation. And if you did, then do remember to apply it in your lives. Make sure you hit subscribe if you haven't already. And if you liked our podcast, please do leave out us a review. That's it for this week. Everybody out there, thank you for tuning in and listening. We will come back next week with a new story. Until then, enjoy the week.